0: Welcome to a world where, in the not-too-distant future, cryptocurrency will be powering an entire fucking city. What? What do you think of that shit?
1: How? Hello,
0: and welcome to the shit that what they do not tell you. My Can name Can you Steve just
1: Green. say our podcast name correctly? I just did. It's shit they don't tell you. Well I was
0: conjugating the word. like
1: What if someone was like they, this is the first episode they listen to and then is. they're trying to welcome research for listener. it. They're like, Yeah, listen to this podcast called That the Shit the That That They Don't They Don't Tell You and I Googled this, it no, and I shit, can't find
0: the shit that they don't even tell you.
1: <laughs> That's what I was saying. Stop.
0: No, please but please welcome to the show. And we also have my lovely wife Nikki.
1: Hello, I'm just a wife. Just joining Uh, in today. Just I'm a lovely wife just joining in today.
0: Well that's how they that's how they they tend to introduce people like over the past like thirty years. It's like and this is my lovely wife.
1: Even if they're a co host?
0: Oh, I don't know about that.
1: Yeah. So I'm not just like a I'm not just accompanying you on your show. It's not like bring your wife to work day.
0: It's not what that. are we
1: talking about today, chump?
0: Okay, today, uh, everyone knows I'm a crypto boy. I love crypto. Uh, I enjoy Big crypto. Big time crypto boy. Big time crypto boy. And uh, so there's a lot of exciting developments in uh, what's called the Ethereum DeFi space or Defin- Definance, decentralized finance, right? Mm, okay. And so the idea is that a lot of the centralized power right now is in banking. Yes. Like, if you want to go get a loan right now...
1: You have to go to a bank.
0: And what do you have to do?
1: You have to apply.
0: W- and how, how, how is that process?
1: Fucking annoying as fuck. Like, you have to, like, prove you have income and prove, like, you have, you've, like, paid all your taxes and that you have a business that's making money and you like you have to do or like if you're paying for a home loan you got to prove that you make a certain dollar amount and prove that your credit's good and prove and, that and why just,
0: do you basically have to open your life up to these people in order to get a loan right like there's a logical reason behind it yeah it, it's because trust it's trust right so they need to be able to make sure that they get their money back from you yeah and so they have like a series of you know they they calculate based on your income based on your assets and all this stuff what they can probably loan you and you'll probably pay back within a certain amount of time right but the problem with banking as it exists now one of the problems there's many um, is that it's all centralized like there's really just a, a couple of banks and they all you know are in charge of everything They so get to make all the rules exactly and yeah. and so the invasiveness of loans and of um, really all of you know our financial experiences are extremely invaded by the by the banking institutions right Mm -hmm. Like they know what you spent where who with like you know too much they can yeah they 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 know all of it and but but what's more interesting is that we we really don't have any control over whether we like that or not yeah there is no competition for them right Mm -hmm. you have to go get a loan from them there's really nowhere else to go um unless you you know build cash yourself and you take the heavy risk of you know or or, or the risk of time too like hey mm-hmm. i'm not going to start my business yet because i don't have enough money yet and i don't want to go get a loan
1: or you could maybe do a gofundme
0: right so there's just a couple options right yeah and you could maybe do it it could maybe not work out so um and just like getting a loan too so what's cool about this burgeoning environment with um ethereum right now with crypto but i say crypto but it's like ethereum is a cryptocurrency because
1: when people hear crypto they think bitcoin correct? always yeah
0: and i make i even play into that sometimes because i say bitcoin all the time but i really yeah. don't even care about bitcoin that it's much it's
1: like it's like when people are talking about tissues and they call it kleenex, kleenex exactly yeah
0: but but that helps the average person who is watching me understand what I'm talking about. Yeah,
1: they're about. like, oh, I've heard of Bitcoin. Right. So right. I'm
0: really not even saying that half the time. So
1: in the cryptocurrency space, Bitcoin is just one type of coin. There are many different types of coins. Bitcoin is considered
0: in- digital gold, right? Right. And unfortunately, just like gold, you can't really use it as a transfer of value very easily. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like Bitcoin is expensive to use right now and it's very sluggish because... Um, it takes longer to send a Bitcoin around than it would if you used Ethereum right now, for example.
1: Ethereum is another coin.
0: It's a an, it's another cryptocurrency, yeah. Yeah. And it's based on smart contracts, and it's 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 basically I mean everything came from Bitcoin, so we're all very thankful for Bitcoin. Right. I'm glad Bitcoin came out. I'm glad Satoshi made Bitcoin. I just don't think that Bitcoin. I think that Bitcoin um, is a little obsolete in. In comparison to the way that the Ethereum space is being used right now, like mm-hmm. like Bitcoin's not even used that much compared to Ethereum. Like the the entire crypto community. And when you say
1: more. use, like what do you mean by use? Like how do how are people using these these currencies? So
0: um, right now there's this huge burgeoning thing called DeFi that I talked about, right? And people are able to become the bank almost, and they're able to become the borrower. So if I want to take out a loan, um, I can do that without sitting down in an office anywhere. I don't have to have a conversation with somebody. I don't have to show them my bank statements and open my life up to them. I can do it via smart contract built on top of Ethereum, like, like on an application built on top of Ethereum. And so it allows me to get a loan by putting up my Ethereum as collateral or whatever token, but mostly people are using Ethereum, you put that up as collateral, and you, you actually are going to put up a little bit more than um, your loan is worth, right? So that, that way, the lender has a low risk of, mm. get, of, of you paying them back, right? Because it's all locked up in a smart contract. There is no, like, I'm going to take your loan and run, and I'm not paying you. Like, it's all locked up in a smart contract. So if you don't pay the loan back, it gets it goes to the lender
1: the ethereum exactly yeah.
0: and it goes automatically via blockchain so like which is incredible right like like this stuff didn't exist even 5 years ago right and and now it's getting super popular because people are, are starting to get huge yields based off of interest on the collateral that's being like transacted so it's it's just a wild time right now yeah Uh, And there's many applications built on top of this. So if you think of Ethereum and as money, and you think of Bitcoin as money, think of the DeFi space as like, um, almost like banking, or like in like, like, and you can almost um, lock them together or break them apart, like Legos. So like, there are there are things that exist applications that exist that you can plug in together for different use cases. Does that make sense?
1: Okay. Well, what do you mean? Like what, So which certain coins can you can be used on, on certain things? So uh, not the coins.
0: I mean, yes, but it's really not about the coins right now. It's oh. about the um, the application that you're using. So right now, all this stuff is being linked together. Like if you think of if you think of Bitcoin as money and Ethereum as money and really just ignore Bitcoin right now, we're talking about mostly about the Ethereum okay. space. If you look at Ethereum as money, the DeFi space is sort of like the bank right and uh, and the financial markets and so you're able to lend uh liquidity which is you know in financial terms exactly it's cash it's like um you're able to provide people who want uh to borrow money the money and you earn interest on on giving them money
1: so each, I could be a, basically like a loan distributor. Yes,
0: you are the bank. I am the bank, which is unreal.
1: Huh? It, Just by what having a certain amount of of Ethereum?
0: Yes. So you could buy some Ethereum, and if somebody wants to borrow like part of like part of your Ethereum on Ethereum, whatever. Like an Ethereum is like four hundred bucks right now, right? Okay. So let's say you wanted to borrow four hundred, like one Ethereum
2: mm-hmm. from me.
0: I'm like, well, what's my incentive? Why would I let you borrow my Ethereum? Because maybe you want to go trade it. You want to go um use it to make some other currency say like you want to go um buy something whatever whatever it is yeah um why would I do that without incentive so the incentive is that you're paying me in and then this is just one example you're paying me in a a token Mm -hmm. basically that allows me to recoup my ethereum with interest
1: how does that token work
0: um it it's basically uh locked in like so all this is done by smart contract right so you don't have to is think that the new
1: it. part of uh, like the new part that's come into play yes okay this is all very very new yeah
0: and so within i mean this is really probably two years old now yeah but it's really gotten hot lately we're talking like billions of dollars are locked up in ethereum right now which provides scarcity to ethereum which makes ethereum more attractive price wise which mm-hmm. is why it's gone up uh past couple days so um that's but that's the key that I want to focus on, guys. Like, if you're getting scrambled out there, what I want to focus on right now is the fact that banking and our financial industry is extremely centralized.
1: I, I just have I just need one thing cleared please, up, please, please, um, because this is the part that's not making sense to me. Is if I am going to you for a loan because I want a certain amount of money and maybe I want to buy a house or whatever, um, how am I? How would I be able to put up collateral equal to so that you feel secure if I if I'm needing that money if I don't have that money? How am I even able to put up that collateral?
0: Well, that's why I think that this this is still new, right? So people aren't really using this to buy homes and stuff. Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, actually, okay.
1: Is it a deposit? Is it a down payment? Like what is, what is that collateral equal to? The collateral
0: to? is in crypto, right? So but is it
1: equal to the amount that I'm borrowing or is it like just a, a fraction of it?
0: So today it is, right? But mm-hmm. that can fluctuate because crypto is volatile. So right. like, for example, f- a couple months ago, about a billion dollars was liquidated in like 24 hours in the Ethereum community, which wiped out a lot of loans. Because all of a sudden, if you, if you have your Ethereum locked up mm-hmm. in a smart contract, and Ethereum's worth way less than what your loan was, you 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 just got liquidated. I see. So your loan is gone. I see. So that's that's the that's where. Right now, all this is very risky. Yeah. And I don't advise anyone using it. Mm-hmm. But what's exciting is that I think within the next.
1: It's in know, beta, basically. Exactly.
0: It's it's very, very early days. But, yeah. but the exciting thing to me that I want everyone to focus on out there, don't worry so much about the minutia of this stuff, is that within your lifetime. We will be taking power away from the banks and giving it back to the people. And that's what I think is so cool about this stuff. And a lot of people say, well, Steve, aren't they just going to buy in too or whatever like that? But the point is that the banks don't have central authority over whether you get to get a loan or not. Mm -hmm. Like that that would be handled via you and another party and it's all secured on top of Ethereum. And so there's no – you don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Like in the near future, mm-hmm. I wouldn't do this stuff now, but that's what's so exciting right now is that we get to, within our lifetime, see something like that happen.
1: I'm really excited for it to not be controlled by the banks, but then does that mean it's controlled by like an AI? Like, who is in- it's just completely decentralized because of the blockchain?
0: Well, yeah, it's decentralized insofar as um, you don't know necessarily who you're getting a loan from. Yeah. And you don't need anyone's permission. Uh, so you it could be somebody living in another country and you don't need to even talk to them. Like hmm. it, like the the loans are are basically it's like hmm. hey, this much is available and then you say that's what I want to get and then you put up your collateral and then that loan gets gets provided to you. Hmm. And then you locked up your collateral. So then unfortunately if, if Ethereum tanks, yeah, you are liquidated. So that's why it's scary Wait. to do right now.
1: How am I liquidated and not the person I just borrowed the loan I'm from? I'm sorry,
0: the person who borrowed who you borrowed from is liquidated. Yeah, exactly. So your 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 Ethereum, I'm, but 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 it's still it's the same idea, right? right? So your Ethereum goes to them. Right. Right. So then you are liquidated because it
1: my Ethereum's liquidated, but I got their cash.
0: Uh, you yeah you have what they loaned you. Yes. Uh, in cash. In, in in crypto.
1: Oh, I thought you said it was liquid.
0: It is. Oh, okay. It's liquid crypto. Okay. This is confusing, huh?
1: Uh this this part is confusing. Okay. I just wanted to explain. I think people okay. are interested, but okay. I think that there's just questions like when you said earlier like liquid means cash. Yes. I mean, that's what I think what everyone thinks of when they okay. think liquid is cash. Um I'm so I'm talking
0: liquid as far as crypto liquid.
1: What is that? What is crypto liquid? Cuz so, like so- if I want to buy something, I don't know if the like um you know, you said home's too big, but what I'm trying to phone like that's they're not going to accept liquid crypto. They're going to accept cash.
0: They might actually accept crypto in some places. It depends on what it is, how big yeah. it is. But because um, there's there's crypto ATMs all over the place now. Like crypto's been pretty accepted in a lot of regions.
1: But I'm thinking things that like if you're going to get a loan, like yeah. a loan is like it's an amount that you don't have, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a I I think it's a couple thousand dollars at least. It's a bigger amount. Yeah. So,
0: okay. So let me let me give it to you like this. Right now, the attractive thing about this stuff isn't yeah. so much. I'm going to use this to buy a car. Okay. It's I'm going to use this to trade, and, and if I can trade and up my amount of Ethereum through trading with money that I'm borrowing, mm-hmm. I will double my stack of Ethereum. By when I pay back my loan, mm. I also ha- have profits from the Ethereum that I use to trade.
1: So you can use their the crypto they're, learning, they're loaning to you to purchase more Ethereum?
0: Exactly. And then you get yours released back to you via smart contract when you pay back the loan. So you just doubled your income potentially. That's what a lot of people are doing with it right now. They're, mm. they're trading with it. I see. So well, where this goes eventually, I think as crypto, as Ethereum reaches this thing called the freeze, where um, there will be less and less and less Ethereum issued out per day. Um, and eventually it will slow 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 down and then ethereum gets more and more scarce and i think that you'll see much less volatility in the price
1: so you're banking on the fact if you're taking a loan out you're banking on the fact that you the percentage the roi percentage that you're getting on the new ethereum you're investing in is going to outpace the interest that you're going to owe on this loan
0: yeah exactly
1: and if you're a loan giver the incentive is that it's a locked-in interest rate. Exactly. Okay.
0: So it it's it could be win-win, right? If as long as you don't do something stupid with the money that you borrowed, or which if, is how this environment is too, in our or as common. long
1: as the market isn't so volatile that everything crashes and burns. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So that's why i say within the next couple of years yeah
1: but this is exciting because it's yeah, it it's exists. like it's the the testing part of it right now exactly. it's like when the internet was first born and everyone was like the internet's not going to be something that everyone's going to use it's like so hard to use and like only some people can access it and blah 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 and like there were only like five web pages
2: exactly. <laughs> i remember like
1: being in elementary school and um we you know everyone first got the internet internet explorer and um i was in like the gate classes, and like we'd get pulled from our normal class, and we'd have to go like write research papers, and you use the internet to to find to find your research. And it was like brand new; like it was the first time we weren't using the library to like research something. And there, like you, if you were researching watercolor, there's like only watercolor dot com. Like there's that's yeah it. yeah like that's it. Like you don't you can't like compare anything. Like you're very limited. And so it was like, of course, if you are short sighted. You just see like, oh, this sucks. It takes forever to load a page. You have to use the phone to do it. Your phone bill is now like super high because you like use your phone to access this internet. And like, who are you going to talk to with drug dealers? Like, why would anyone ever use this? This thing, and then now after you know years and years and years, the internet is something that everyone people can't imagine life without internet now. They can't. everything runs on the internet? Every app, every like all these services, businesses, everything runs on the internet now. So I feel that way about crypto. Me what too. you're talking about with decentralizing the finance is that like right now is an exciting time because it's brand new and yes. that and like people are working out the kinks and they're they're and they're the most motivated to innovate in this stage.
0: Big time. And there's yeah. a lot of incentive to innovate, too. A lot of people getting fucking rich off of this stuff, right? Like right. Because it's, it's still early days. It's really not very easy for end users to use still. Like, for users are have the roughest time with a lot of this stuff because they're like, I don't understand what a MetaMask wallet is and how do I use a Ledger Nano S to transact with the blockchain? And it's just very confusing to a lot of people. Still. Right. And so that's why I still think it's early days as far as uh, the potential of the space and like when it comes to adoption, like really nobody uses this stuff like the way I mean, pe- a lot of people are using it. more people are using it than ever billions of dollars are transacting through the air a day that yeah. we don't even know about in uh, old financial sectors. They just go, oh, that's Bitcoin stuff. Right. Or maybe they know Ethereum now. But what's amazing is all of the different applications getting built on top of this stuff and where it could go. But like you said, it's very early.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's how it was with the internet. I'll just use that analogy again, cause like, I remember like a web address, like a HTML or like a, you know, HTTP colon slash slash, people were like, what the fuck? This is like a crazy code that you have to enter in order to find a web, it's just too complicated.
0: So now imagine a world where in the not too distant future, you can tokenize your own assets and put them on the blockchain and where they have value compared to your asset it's like one-to-one tied into your asset yeah so if your house price goes up or down it's tied to this token asset that you can um, um, transfer to people right so if I want to someone to to you know if I want to get a loan for my house Mm -hmm. or if I want to build an extension on my house I can tokenize my house and use that to to secure a loan
1: but you might lose your house Right just, like, just like yeah. how it is right
0: now yeah. It's no different right? right But you're not But you It's probably a more secure loan As far as The way that It exists right now mm. Because You're using money uh, You're using Like basically A little bit more Than it's worth To get The loan for it Okay But that's not really not where Anyone wants to go Ideally with this stuff Right So I'm not thinking that By the time you get to Tokenizing your house It's going to be like that But that's kind of The one to one Comparison for now yeah. But yeah, you could you could tokenize your car. You could you could actually sh- um share value um with somebody else for an asset that you both own together.
1: How does that work?
0: So, eventually, you're going to be able to tokenize say your house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can tokenize real estate that you might own. You can tokenize you can tokenize your car. And the idea is, and I'll just read this uh to make sure I get this exactly on, right? Um, It it addresses several challenges in capital formation and liquidity like we talked about, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is real estate owners can offer smaller investment denominations by fractionalizing a property through blockchain-based system, which expands distribution to a broader and more diverse investment group. Does that make sense?
1: Mm, Kind of.
0: So I can tokenize my house Mm -hmm. and offer... Smaller investment denominations to my property, right? So instead of you needing to own my entire, uh, um, I have a 30, um, say I have a 30 unit apartment building. Okay. I could actually feasibly uh, rent out one of these via the blockchain Mm -hmm. at a smaller denomination.
1: Okay. So someone buys like a 30th of your coin or what?
0: Well, they buy uh, they buy a thirtieth of your property of your token via blockchain.
1: Okay.
2: So there's
0: no like middleman fees, all the bullshit you have to deal with. You have to go sit down somewhere and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you would be doing it all f- through blockchain. Okay. Yeah. So it it a lot of the, a lot of what the banking systems rely on right now is um, being a middleman for a lot of these different things mm-hmm. and getting money off the top when they loan things or if you don't make your loan, like like they get to liquidate your property. Like, a lot of that stuff is going to still exist, but it will not be centralized. Okay. So it could still be an evil world. It's just that individuals will be There's no incentive
1: for an individual to get greedy on it.
0: Well, there's no central authority that's saying, like, we, we can control all of it we control all the loans in this space you go control all the loans in that space Mm -hmm. like the the way that it is right now there's a lot of room for corruption surprise surprise right like this this the idea is that it would just become more about people interacting with each other and Mm -hmm. less about people interacting with banks
1: got it yeah and you don't even have to directly interact with them either at all yeah
0: whatsoever it's all done blockchain wise Mm -hmm. so that's why tokenization of assets is super cool because a lot of the stuff where you do real estate, you have a broker fee, all that stuff would be eliminated. There's no middleman anymore. You don't Mm -hmm. have to, you know, it's just like what Amazon did to Walmart and all these places. They became the middleman, right? Right. They just jumped in front of them and said, we're gonna give you everything, right? But this is more about, uh, you don't need Amazon now. Whoever the person with the product is would just get the product to you. And they would probably still use like a carrier, obviously, and
2: all that kind of shit.
0: But the idea is that it, it, it would it would be built on a blockchain system, on some interface that would link one person with another. And then those two people would do what's called an atomic swap, where they transact one crypto for another crypto instantaneously.
2: Mm.
1: Okay, what would be the point of that?
0: Um, same thing as, as how finance is right now. Like you can, I can give. I agree to give you this amount of money, and you agree to give me that product.
1: If you have that much collateral to put up in the first place, then why do you need the money? Or you know, why would you need that other? If they're equal, like, what do you need that other co- token? I don't get it.
0: Okay, so so that's a big gap in what I've been talking about here. Yeah. So if you, this is part of what's dangerous right now about the DeFi space. Okay. If you think based on whatever you know indications you have that a cryptocurrency is going to go up you could take out a loan buy more of it it goes up then you buy out your own loan and now you have way more crypto than you had before gotcha right so then the same thing would would, would happen with like your property or whatever
1: okay so but I
0: doubt it would get to that I, I doubt it would get to so this.
1: like a analogous it, thing would be that if you took a loan from the bank and then put it into the stock market hoping exactly. that it makes money and then pay the loan back
0: high risk shit right probably shouldn't super do high it. risk probably shouldn't do it but that's but the kind fact of... that
1: you can do it on bitcoin right now or on um on ethereum crypto, on ethereum right yeah. now is, 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 is shocking interesting part yes okay because then you could cash out those ethereum for cash
0: anywhere yeah, yeah. i mean you could do it through several exchanges Yeah. Mostly Coinbase is one, Kraken's one, um, Gemini. Yeah, Interesting. It's pretty wild.
1: All right. We're going to take a break and when we come back, we're going to talk about something else to do with cryptocurrency.
2: That's right. We'll be right back.
1: I don't even know. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast and if you want to rate it,
0: Thank you for supporting the show. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to a world where in the not-too-distant future, cryptocurrency will be powering an entire fucking city. What? What do you think of that shit? How? So if you can tokenize everything
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: onto a blockchain or a public ledger, you now let's say that um, where there's waste in certain things, like uh the uae has voted to fully uh fully put all their government services on the blockchain Mm -hmm. by i think the end of 2020 uh, or, or 2021 but uh the idea being that if you can tokenize everything on a public ledger and everything exists on the blockchain there's no um room for human error with a lot of the things that um happen right now like like they project the you uh, uh the government of dubai projects that they are going are gonna to be able to save 1.5 billion us dollars in document processing fees alone just by going blockchain huh so when you look at all the fraud and the abuse that happens in a lot of government um usually places like that document processing all that uh, wasteful things like that you're now just putting it on the blockchain and now you remove the human error right so it's it just becomes an instant transaction that no person puts their fingers into and can fuck with that's cool it's super cool yeah so it's more secure that's right and that's what that's what that's what at the bottom of the line um all this stuff is more secure than typical finance like the big problem right now with a lot of this stuff is you can still maybe get your funds stolen by user error. Like you do something dumb, you log in somewhere with your private key yeah. and get your shit stolen. But that's really on you right now. Like yeah. it, it, the scam is something that you probably were involved in. Whereas like, you know, a couple of years ago, there was still a lot of vulnerabilities and um, people were taking advantage of that. But, but as of even right now, like Ethereum has never been hacked. Mm -hmm. Like none of that has ever gone down. What happened was there was a hack called the DAO where the exchange where all the tokens of Ethereum uh, at the time were got hacked, but not the blockchain itself. Mm -hmm. There was no vulnerabilities in the blockchain itself. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's kind of where um, I see all this going is tokenizing everything so that whenever... You, when you, when you go when you travel internationally, you know when we went to Bali, and you have to go there and get um, transfer your currency for their yeah. currency, pay a ridiculous fee.
1: The like uh, exchange currency exchange.
0: Yeah. So yeah. all that will be neutralized. I don't think that stuff will exist anymore, mm-hmm. and I don't even think you're going to have to worry about going to a country and actually setting up, uh, like set sitting down with somebody and and doing any of that. Now you're just gonna be able to go to a country, you use your phone, you use a QR code, and it transacts seamlessly via blockchain so that there's less of a fee mm-hmm. when you use it. Whereas like right now you get like three percent, four percent fee, like that gets cut way down because blockchain doesn't need to pay for all these different layers of security. It's already built into it that's cool so you remove that right yeah the pain in the ass of that i i, I have hated traveling to places and worrying about their local currency and right stuff. like it's such a pain in the ass. well even
1: like if you use a debit card you get charged by the bank and stuff like exactly you get extra fees and stuff put on
0: so what i also predict within the next couple years like say five years japan's going to have a stable currency that they're going to use cryptocurrency cryptocurrency and, and what I mean by stable is for every one of their dollars, it will be tied algorithmically to their stable currency. Hmm. So it's always worth whatever their actual paper currency is worth. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And that's what – there's a thing called Tether right now or um, there's one called USDC, which is Coinbase-issued, and it basically is the same idea. And and there's huh, – like we're talking tens of billions of dollars right now transacting just on stable coins in the crypto sphere. So people do that because they want to take advantage of whatever arbitrage because they're worried like arbitrage is like exchanging value between two different places that offer something for two different prices. Mm -hmm. You could take advantage of that with certain, if you have the right speed and you do it quickly, Mm -hmm. you could take advantage of those differences and make a lot of money on that. So that's a huge uh, use case for this stuff. Um, but as far as like for you and me, Mm -hmm. I'm mostly just excited about all of the middleman stuff in our world getting removed.
1: I wonder if they could do that with taxes, too.
0: Put it all on the blockchain.
1: Yeah, because, like, it's just a fucking bitch, you know? Like, it's just all this annoying stuff that that the middleman, all the Mm -hmm. middleman stuff that you're talking about. Like, I I feel that way about... um, Pretty much all financial institutions (laughs) because, like, there's a a fee for everything.
0: Yes. There's a fee for everything. You have to sign up for everything. Yeah. Like, that stuff annoys me the most, too, is KYC, know your customer. You Mm -hmm. have to log in, give us your email, what's your password.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of that's for identity fraud prevention and stuff. Sure.
0: But some of it is just damn ridiculous. Like, Mm -hmm. I was on Nat Geo earlier and they wanted my KYC. Oh, like I'm just trying to read an article about the tribe that vanished, or the, not tribe, the colony that vanished in like the 1580s or whatever in Roanoke, Virginia.
1: Why do you have to research? It was aliens, obviously.
0: It had to be aliens. I, th- I think it was aliens. I mean, clearly. They left a little hint on a tree saying crotion or something. They wrote it on a tree, but then by the time I got to that part, a fucking thing popped up and said, if you want to keep reading this article, you got to put it in your email.
1: I hate how like everything became put in your Facebook. I'm like, I've, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, not No, doing I'm it. not giving you my Facebook.
0: Yeah, what's with that?
1: I, I always opt for email over the Facebook cuz I'm like no.
0: Me too cuz I use junk ass email accounts.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I never check them. Yeah. So uh that's why yeah, when it comes to especially payments, man, that's obviously everyone knows that's my fucking favorite. Yeah. Like I uh been buying pretty pretty much heavily into uh, the payment space the, uh, through this one called o- 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 OMG Network now. They rebranded it to OMG Network. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I own. So How does that
1: work? What is that? Uh, that's,
0: I've talked about it before a little bit, but basically the idea is that um, they're going to take – they have a, a network now. It's in Mainnet. They launched it, and they're going to take all of the Ethereum gas uh, fees and cut them by one-third. So, right now, there's a lot of congestion.
1: What You need to speak in... Because um, what's a gas fee? Like, I'm so sorry. It, okay. it sounds like gasoline. Um,
0: okay. So, right now, when you use Ethereum, you pay what's called gas. Okay. And so, if I transact with Nikki, I'm spending a certain amount of gas on, like, that gets taken out of that transaction so that I can send it to you.
1: Okay. So, it's a fee. It's like a processing fee.
0: It, and it gets paid to the miners. Okay. And the miners are all con- using consensus to approve of the transaction. Okay. okay. So, now uh it's gotten really expensive because of the defi space that i mentioned mm-hmm. people are excited about the profits some people are making 200% profits wow. on a lot of these defi loans mm-hmm. and so that's because as the crypto bull market has come back stuff's going up so they're able to trade and then they're using the they're they're able to get a loan trade they use the profits to make more profits pay their loan back and now they just increase their own stack like i mentioned right mm-hmm. so uh uh, there's, there's a lot of fees, though. There's a lot of fees because as the network gets congested, I think it was like um, in May, the network got s- so congested to the point where it was taking 45 minutes to process a transaction on Ethereum, which is outrageous. Like it's supposed to settle within like a couple minutes, if anything. Yeah. It's supposed to be very quick. Um, so, what Ethereum has been known for until, well, even right now, is 14, about 14 transactions per second, right? So, Visa does thousands they do like a couple thousand transactions per second omg network just launched mainnet and actually today like this morning they announced that tether is live on omg plasma so you can um transact tether like i was saying earlier there's billions of dollars transacting through the air for arbitrage markets and all this stuff you're going to be able to transact tether for one third the price of the current ETH gas fee i'm
1: you, that's a lot of that's a lot of words uh, okay can uh, hold on I just want to break it down a little bit because yeah. you didn't even explain tether you kind of touched on it tether but... is,
0: is always going to be tied to the US dollar algorithmically okay so people use it because they know that if Bitcoin if I sell my Bitcoin right now into tether mm-hmm. and Bitcoin goes down 100 bucks I could buy my Bitcoin back for whatever it was worth plus 100 dollars. so mm-hmm. now i got more bitcoin than i had before so thanks tether i use tether right
2: mm-hmm.
0: or if you're like i want to i want to not worry about volatility right now because i'm going to uh on vacation and i'm a trader and i don't want to just have my money sitting somewhere where i can't trade in and out i'm going to go to tether right and so that's what a lot of people do because it's stable mm-hmm. it's it's crypto but it's stable okay it. and so but the congestion and all the high fees have been because of Tether mostly. We're talking thirty, we're talking forty billion dollars now. It was thirty-two billion a week ago. We're talking forty billion dollars a day transacts via Ethereum, like because of Tether
2: mm. alone. Mm-hmm.
0: So now, if you take that and do what's called to what's called a layer two solution built on top of ethereum so therefore it is secured by ethereum that's what omg network is you you're now able to um transact via layer two with the same security for cheaper because omg batches their transactions and they can do 4,000 transactions per second which is way better than 14. right so that's kind of what's just starting to explode out there is that OMG is going to help scale Ethereum, so that when people use Ethereum on things called like CryptoKitties and all this stuff, and I think um, I think Paris Hilton just sold the piece of art on Ethereum. Mm. Like, um, so she she tokenized her artwork.
1: She she painted it or something. She, she said...
0: painted it via digitally, uh-huh. and then she sold it via Ethereum for like eighteen grand for charity.
1: Whoa!
0: Yeah, and it all just got settled via crypto. Huh. Isn't that wild? so. Yeah, all, all, all that stuff will be easier and cheaper because OMG Network's going to be scaling uh, Tether on the side, right? So now it frees up Ethereum for regular use.
1: So what does that mean for me? Let's say like I have like $1,000 right now. Like, what can I do with it in well, the Well, I'm not space? giving financial advice. Right, true.
0: That's not my thing. We're I'm not, not
1: an expert. We're not financial Everyone advisors. But if, if I wanted to... Um, if okay, if, if I gave you a thousand dollars right now, what would you do in the crypto space? I just did it last night. What what would you do?
0: I bought o- OMG with it.
1: Right, and why?
0: Um, so Bitfinex is the first cryptocurrency exchange that has used OMG network. Okay. To to for tether transactions. So right now, if you're a trader on Bitfinex, you can just log in and transact via omg network seamlessly using their exchange tomorrow huobi which is a gigantic exchange i think they're in japan they're going to um announce that they're going to use omg network to transact and so now you have two entities but one huobi has hundreds of millions of dollars in volume compared to bitfinex i think they had like 10 million dollars in volume a day so now you have crypto that people are using, right? Because that's the biggest problem with crypto right now. People really don't use it very much other than like I'm paying you, you're paying me or even this in this DeFi space, I am going to go trade with a, with a high-risk loan, right? And then I'm hopefully, or I'm yield farming. I'm going to hopefully make a lot of money off the top of this uh, loan that I'm giving out, right? So a lot of people aren't using it though, like normally. And that's what, I'm excited about for this is the arbitrage market, which is a multi-billion dollar industry, is going to be able to use OMG network so that you can transact via blockchain quickly. Like, like it's almost like email fast. Like I got this shit on my phone. Mm-hmm. Like I can send you a transaction. I showed you, I had somebody send me something and I was showing Nikki, because I'm super nerd about this shit. Mm-hmm. And it was very fast. Couldn't
1: tell. Couldn't tell you were a nerd about it.
0: And so I just love this stuff, man. I'm just mm-hmm. excited about it. I'm excited about the whole Ethereum space. I'm excited that Ethereum scaling is happening.
1: What's the arbitrage industry?
0: So arbitrage markets is like um, if something's worth a dollar on one exchange.
1: Oh, gotcha. It's worth a dollar
0: oh two two on another exchange. You can potentially profit off of that.
1: I see. Difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's super because cool. Because it goes so fast.
0: Because it goes so fast. And mm-hmm. so that's the, that's the other incentive is that if you're in, in arbitrage trading mm-hmm. and you want to, and it is last May, and you're trying to arbitrage between two different exchanges and the disparity that they have in price, of the price of something. And you got to wait 45 minutes for Ethereum to clear up. You're fucked. Like you're fucked. Yeah. So that's kind of what scaling Ethereum does is it, it, it opens the lanes of the road. And what's cool about OMG network is eventually they'll have uh, staking so that and I've been talking about this for a long time, but they'll eventually finally actually have staking where you, the road that I'm talking about, that's being opened up, you will own part of the lanes. You get paid same way miners do right now for people transacting on the network. Mm. So,
1: based on how many tokens you have,
0: yeah, based on how many tokens that you put into a smart contract for staking. Mm. And it's really you—you know—you're part of you're part of another security layer because it's it'll be decentralized. Like you're you're one of many people running what's called a watcher, and you're making sure that the transactions that happened aren't fraudulent hmm so like you can't double spend on any network if there's somebody there making sure that you actually sent that money i see and just say you did yeah because that's the problem with any currency that you could set up is how do you know that somebody actually spent it mm-hmm. if there's a double spend problem you don't have a currency that people can trust mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah yeah so running an incentivized watcher gives you reason to want to make sure that the transactions are clean and then you get paid for
2: it.
1: I see. Yeah. But you're not actually sitting there watching it. You're like...
0: Well, you run... I don't know how all that's going to work yet, but you run what's called a Watcher and it's a program that you're running. I see. Like almost like a how they do Bitcoin and Ethereum right now where people run nodes and they they um, mine. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's similar to that. Mm. Um, but it's not one entity doing all of it.
1: I see. Yeah. Well, that is a lot of information to take in, uh, but it's very exciting. I'm excited for all the things to come, and I'm glad that you understand it. (laughs) Listen, I'm trying (laughs) to
0: communicate it. Okay, I'm sorry that it's been confusing. No,
1: it's great. It's really sexy how how like nerdy you are. I love this shit. Yeah.
0: But what I love about it the most, right, is what I opened the show with, right? Yeah. Right now, there's a central authority, and like, how many people have a great experience with a bank? You, they charge you stupid fees for stupid things all the time. Yeah. Now there's talk that they even want to charge you for having an account at all <laughs> when they use your money to make more money. Like everything that I've, I've been talking about with the, all these markets, right? Where people want to take their own money and use that to make more money. That's what the banks literally do with your money right now. Mm-hmm. So it's no more a scam than our banking system. Is.
1: Oh, yeah. It's a huge, the banking system is a huge scam. And, and
0: that's what is getting, so I just want to take it away from them and put into your your pocket so mm-hmm. that you can use your phone anywhere in the world. You can transact one currency for the other permissionlessly without anyone uh, saying you can or can't do it
2: mm-hmm.
0: borderless. You can do it in any country. Western Union's fucked, right? How much mon- how much money does Western Union make for oh cross-border gosh. payment yeah. transfer? It's fucking ridiculous. Yep. Huge billion dollar industry there. And that would be disrupted overnight. Like the ability for uh, somebody to send money to their family in Mexico right now Via blockchain, without anyone's permission, for a very very small fee, because they don't ha- you don't have to pay for security is where it's all going, dude. So that's what what it's where it's interesting for everyone listening is that this is going to happen. Yeah, this is going to happen. It's already happening right now. It's just that it's all getting fine tuned and finished up so that we can all use it easily. Because that's where that's what needs to happen is that when you Whenever, wherever you go, wherever you live, you should just be able to not be at the whim of a bank that gets to decide whether you're going to transact or not.
1: Yeah, I hate that. Me too.
0: I've hated it forever. So I'm just stoked that there's actually, thanks to Satoshi Nakamoto, there's a whole community that sprang up around the idea of saying, nah, I don't think it's cool that you guys just get to print all the money and tell everyone how it's going to be. Like, we don't have any power. Mm-hmm. If, as long as they're able to do that. Yeah. And so, yes, everyone's cynical out there who's like, well, you're never going to beat them, all this stuff. Dude, or, or it's all bubble. Dude, It, I've heard that for years. Mm-hmm. 2013, everyone said that was a bubble. 2018, everyone said, or 17, everyone said that was a bubble. But now here we are. It's 2020. Everyone's talking about crypto again. More people are using it than ever. Mm-hmm. More money now is being transacted in crypto than ever. It is not a bubble. It is a technology being used, just like when everyone had ovens and then the microwave came out, and everyone's like, why would I use a microwave? If I have an oven.
1: It's the tipping point thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's a book by, I believe, Malcolm Gladwell, right? Is it?
0: The- uh, I think so.
1: Uh, yeah, it's by Malcolm Gladwell. And it's all about that about how when something, when an idea first pops up, everyone calls it fucking stupid mm-hmm. and everyone laughs at it and says, that'll never happen. And then, like, um, after after it goes over the tipping point, it's like wildly accepted. Where it's like you don't accept it, you're like crazy. Like people that say they don't use microwaves anymore, we like look at them and we're like,
0: you're nuts, you're crazy. I like, do why actually.
1: Don't, why don't you Why don't you use your microwave? My own brother
0: doesn't want to use a microwave. I'm like, what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe they're, they're maybe they're right. I will say food
0: that. tastes better not in the microwave. I've noticed that. Yeah. Like if I over, but I don't well, want to spend forty five minutes. It doesn't. It, it, it
1: doesn't heat up um ba- up in a balanced way. Right. It's like uneven
0: yeah i guess that's what it is yeah but point being this is the microwave yeah right? it's not tulips or whatever people like to say it is yeah there was a thing called tulip mania where tulips were worth a fuck ton of money because everyone wanted them for a very short period of time and it was a complete bubble that burst and yeah. so people like warren buffett like to go it's just tulips. About mm. crypto, but they don't understand it, and they go, "I don't want to buy it because I don't understand it." And then at the same time, they denounce it as tulips.
1: Yeah, I can understand like I don't want to buy it because I don't understand it. But t- denouncing something I don't, that, you don't like, that you don't understand is that's that's, that's wild, tough. Yeah, that's, wild. I don't I don't, I don't agree with that. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for. Helping us Thank you for try to me, folks. understand uh, everything. I, I hope
0: that I was able to digest some of this stuff for you guys. And if you have any questions, please let me let know.
1: Let us know in the comments. I mean, it's I'm sure I will have questions later.
0: And if you have crypto questions, send them to podcast at Nikki. Yeah. Because when we do
1: you,
0: AM, when we do ask us anything You
1: can literally it, you, ask you anything. You can
0: literally ask us anything.
1: People choose to ask about their relationships, but you Which can is fine. ask about crypto. And we love that too. We do love that. So
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. And if you like this podcast, please uh, give us a five-star rating. It really helps a lot. And share this with your friends. It, that helps so much, too.
1: It really does. We also have bonus episodes of Should They Don't Tell You on Patreon. It's called Should They Don't Tell You After Dark.
2: After Dark. And we
1: do uh, another podcast on there, too, called We Just Woke Up. Um, so check it out.
2: Put yeah. the links
1: in the description. And we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.